can call us on 011-883-0702. All right, let's start that discussion, this wide-ranging discussion now with former Northwest Premier Supra, Mahoma Pelu. There's so much to speak to him about. Uh, Mr. Mahoma Pelu, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to the Karima Brown Show. Uh, good evening, Clement, and also regards to all the listeners of 702. Mm. Let me first get your reflections on the ANC's electoral outcome in the Northwest. I mean, it's a 6% drop in the ANC support in that province. Uh, what do you make of this? Well, the most important thing is to thank the voters in the province for making sure that the ANC in the province gets back into power. That was the most important thing. But secondly we are not very happy that the target that we had set for ourselves, which is 70%, we couldn't achieve that particular target. Of course, there are various reasons. Some of the voters in the province are not happy with the extent of the quality of service delivery that we are doing. Mm -hmm. Some are not happy with the extent to which we stay in touch with them in between uh, the elections. Some of them are not happy because when they have race issues with us, we take a little bit longer to come back to them. Some of them are not happy because there are other projects like housing, which uh, some projects may have not been completed. But the fifth reason will be self-inflicted, internal rivalries within the organization which reached acute levels after the Nasaraki conference. So and who's to blame for that? Down as a conference, as a province, and critically look at uh, how we must overcome all these challenges. Mm. Who, who do you think is to blame uh, for those self-inflicting issues that you speak about? No, we are to blame uh, ourselves as leaders in the province, uh, the structures of the organization, but also our National Executive Committee, because some of the members of the NEC were not playing a pivotal, constructive uh, political role in the province. Instead of bringing us together, some of them decided to take sides. And members of the ANC communities are not blind. They can see what is happening here. But those are lessons that we have learned. I hope we'll not repeat them going forward in the future. Do you think what you're referring to there is the fact that the ANC took its side against you, that side against uh, Mr. Mahoma Pelo? No, not really. There are other members of the NEC who have been here outside the mandates of the NEC, have been coming to the province and having nocturnal meetings, which are against the constitution of the ANC. Mm meeting with some groupings and so on, and planning destabilization of the province. And I'm saying this because this report we got from members, from structures of the organization of the ground. There is a group that came to me on the 21st of March to come and apologize for having done what they've done in Mahike last mm-hmm. year. And they said part of the role that was played in that particular situation was influenced from some politicians within the province waiting with some within the National Executive Committee of the ANC and some of the alliance partners. So I hope we have learned our lessons so that we can continue inflicting pain 
on ourselves as an organization. What do you say to people who make an argument that you are to blame, um, your administration is to blame for the electoral decline in that province, given that so many people in several communities were protesting um, saying that you need to step down as premier and there was a back and forth um, with that, with the NWC taking a decision on that and then you indicated you would resign and then uh, you came back and said, well, not until the PC decides and then came back and decided um, to take that early retirement. How, how do you respond to that when people say, actually, you could be responsible because you... Uh, were leading the administration in the Northwest and people were complaining that that administration wasn't listening. Hence, you saw all of those protests in several communities in that province. It's not true. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. There is no premier in this country who has gone to all the municipalities twice in a year, all of them. We developed a program called Sesokosani here. I led it myself, and I never even missed one community meeting where we're going down on the ground to interact with people. What happened last year, and I'm happy that people who were engaged in this, who some of them are long-term people who have served uh, long-term prison sentences, who were bought and paid by some of the politicians, they said, we were bought, we were given alcohol and drugs and all these things, and we were told by some leaders of the NC that we must present ourselves as if we are a community. Mm. I know the Northwest very well, Clement, and the listeners of 702. There will have never been a meeting anywhere here in the province by a community to take an, a, a, a decision to embark on uh, torching buildings and so on and so forth. Mm. What happened here is that after Nazareth, there's a group here in the province which constituted itself into a so-called revolutionary cancer. Now, these are comrades who uh, did not want to oblige by the outcome of democratic process in the province, and they knew that they will not succeed if they go the route of branches to try and gain whatever positions they wanted. So they opted for anarchy, and they had the support from some of the members of the National Executive Committee. Mm. That's why I'm saying I'm grateful of these guys who have come forward and we have bring the truth forward and they said they will never allow themselves to be used again. And I'm not saying the government that I led was perfect in all respects. Mm. You wouldn't have resolved problems facing communities in three and a half years. It's, it's not possible. Mm. When you get into government, the first financial year, you are actually handling issues of the past administration. So you are only going to to start accepting your own approach and agenda and vision yeah. during the second financial and year. So basically it was uh, two years. Yeah. Now you can't change the situation in two years. It's not possible. We have tried our best. Where we have not succeeded, we apologize to our people. Yes, some of the, the municipalities were not uh, up to the scratch. Some of the MECs were not listening. When we're saying they must do their work and so on, but there are areas where we've done very, very well by prioritizing uh, areas of uh, villages here in the province and townships. Do you think that those people had an influence in the ANC's National Working Committee because it was the National Working Committee that had decided that uh, you must step down as Premier of the Northwest? No, there was never such a decision. 
There was never such a decision either by the officials, top five, top six of the ANC or the NWC or NEC. There was never such a decision. I took a decision myself based on three reasons to retire early. One was that I was taking legal action against these people who call themselves revolutionary cancer. Now, if I stayed in the office, I was going to be accused of using the office to settle political scores or private matters. Two, was the dragging of the name of the ANC in the mud by these comrades using my name. Therefore, I didn't want my name and the ANC's name to be used interchangeably. And in the course of that, the ANC was going to lose credibility. The third reason was that when I took uh, oath of office, in terms of the Constitution, you protect the integrity and the standing of the office of the Premier in the eyes of the public. Mm. So the standing and the integrity was being affected negatively. Mm. So I decided on those three reasons. The fourth reason, I will disclose it in my book, which I'm going to be releasing sometimes in October. What's going to be contained in that book? Are you also going to tell us about that meeting that you had with former President Jacob Zuma and Ace Makashule last year? Well, we can explain that meeting in the book, but basically the book is going to be about the anti-supra-political coalition campaign. It will include that uh, allegation which was concocted Mm. by one journalist who did not know why we were meeting, what we were discussing. Mm. Tell us why you were meeting. Excuse me? Yeah, tell us why you were meeting. Maybe clarify that uh, for us. Why? What, what did you discuss when you met with former President Jacob Zuma and uh, General, uh, Secretary General Ace Mahashule last year at the Maharani Hotel? I will not talk on behalf of Comrade Ace. Myself, as soon as I had taken a decision to retire early, I phoned Comrade uh, President Zuma's office and they gave me a date for an appointment with him. Because I went to go and see him, that president who had appointed me. This is what I had done. I've now taken a decision to depart so that uh, he doesn't read that in the newspaper. But he's no so longer the president, Mr. Mahomapelu. He was no longer the president of the country, was he? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. We are in the same organization. But he didn't appoint it you. It doesn't mean that because a person is a former president, you can't talk to that person. But he didn't appoint so, you as Premier of the Northwest. Excuse me? He did not appoint you as Premier of the Northwest. He did, in 2014. You were appointed by the NEC. That's the NEC that decided on who to deploy in that no, province. No, constitutionally in this country, in this country, my brother, President play a role in the appointment of Premiers. That's but, why uh, Premiers account to the President. But besides the point, so I was going to meet President Zuma for that. And then I found Comrade Ace Mahashule there and Comrade Miyoko, the Secretary General of the Zuma's League. It was a coincidence. Yes, it was a coincidence. <laughs> I asked Comrade Ace. He said he had been there for two days. Yeah. He went to South Coast region to do his political work. Mm. And then Comrade Miyoko had also gone there for some women's league things. So they said they are coming to greet President Zuma. I went there to meet him myself, not to greet him. Mm. But Mr. Mahopil, so why, why, didn't you, mm, why didn't you meet the ANC top six or s- s- some form of leadership of the NEC? Because, and, and help me understand here, 
right now the NEC has decided on the names of the people that are going to be premier candidates. It wasn't President yeah. Cyril Ramaphosa sitting on his own deciding that in KwaZulu-Natal, Sihlezi Kalala should take over from Willis Mkun, in Gauteng, David Makura should continue. It was a leadership collective that decided on which name of the three which the provinces had submitted to the NEC they choose. So why did you selectively decide to meet the president as though he was sitting on his own and making these decisions around the appointment of premiers? I had already met President Ramaphosa by the time I met, uh, and I met him alone before I met uh, President Zuma then. So for me, politically, it would have been important having worked with him to go and see him, not to seek some permission from him as to whether the decision I've taken is right or wrong. As leaders of the movement, we continue to engage on various political uh, issues. So there's no clause of the Constitution of the ANC that I flouted by going to meet uh, then-President uh, Zuma. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, there is absolutely no problem. There's nothing wrong in... Anybody going to meet former president? Then they, the NEC says you were wrong. The NEC says you were wrong. And I'll tell you, they took a resolution last day, immediately after those reports of the so-called secret plot to oust President no, I Cyril Ramaphosa. I know, I yeah. know how so, so the resolution was that, that So the resolution was that um, the top six leaders must know about each other's whereabouts and not be discreet about who they are meeting. But also it extended to... Um, some members of the NEC, some senior leaders of the party, that next time you do it, speak to us about it. Don't just secretly meet with the former leaders, uh, especially when you're discussing issues that involve the organization. Yes, and the NEC never said it's unconstitutional. But they took issue with it. It said, make sure that when you meet, whatever you meet, for whatever reason you meet and so on, it must be something that is transparent, that is known by other leaders in the organization. There's no problem about that. Mm. Speak to Especially me. Especially with regard to mm. Comrade Ace, because he's the Secretary General of the African National Congress. Well, he conceded actually after that resolution and said, from now on, I will inform the ANC top six every time I go and have a meeting with a former president, especially when I'll be discussing issues involving the party. But I just want to change tune a little bit, uh, Mr. Mahomapilu. Yes, but remember, I'm not his spokesperson. Uh, so whatever he may have said and mm. so on, he's a leader yeah, in his mm. own accord. Uh, that's his approach. Yeah. Are you going to parliament? You are number 58 on that list of ANC candidates that will be representing the party in parliament. Are you going? Remember, we are nominated by branches of the ANC. They are the ones who give us a mandate mm. from number one up to the last uh, person going to parliament. So we must respect the mandates of branches. But if it was going to be according to my individual preference, and individual preference doesn't matter in the ANC, it is the view of the collective that matters. If it was an individual preference, I wouldn't have gone to parliament. But I'll be going because it's a mandate of the structure. So you'll be um, going because that's the structure that's mandating you to go? Yes, the branches of the ANC. Mm. And I, I want to speak to you also about the divisions that we're seeing in the African National Congress. And, and I mean, you've spoken a lot about what's been happening um, in the Northwest and how, uh, you know, what was seen as divisions or some people uh, trying to uh, sort of criticize and counter another section of the ANC in that province that may have led to this electoral decline. But what do you make then of 
these public spats that we continue to see among senior leaders of the ANC. I mean, just the other day, uh, Fiki Lembalula, who was the head of the election campaign, said um, Ace Mahashule, the Secretary General, must stop being over allergic of uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa. And, and this was over this argument that Cyril Ramaphosa, had it not been for him, the party would actually have slipped below 50% at national level. And Esma Khashula said, well, you can't really attribute that solely to the president. It was a collective effort. But they seem to have disagreed publicly about it. What do you make of that? It's counterproductive politically. It doesn't help. It creates unnecessary tensions. It diverts us from focusing on uh, service delivery, on uniting and renewing the organization, on self-correcting. Now, if I were Comrade Mbalula, I wouldn't have said that. Mm. He's the head of elections. If that's uh, the analysis that comes from the elections, from empirical evidence, he should have included that in his report to the National Executive Committee. Well, he says he says the elections. ANC's so, research in Gauteng, or not even in Gauteng, just internally the ANC's research shows that Cyril Ramaphosa was actually more popular than the ANC, and that's why he made I'm that argument. There. I'm coming there. I'm still responding to your question. Mm. So what I'm saying is that what Comrade Mbalula should have done, because this thing that he's saying has got no empirical evidence. You know, Clement, it's the same as if I can stand up and say, had Oliver Tambo been the first president of South Africa, first black president, the situation would have been better than after under Nelson Mandela. That thing, and scientifically, it doesn't work. Empirically, you can't prove it. Mm-hmm. So what Comrade Mbalula should be doing is to say to the African National Congress, voting district by voting district, this is how we have performed. These are the different political, commercial, and economic variables that we think have played a role in taking us to where we are. On issues that he thinks are about leadership and so on, hmm. he must then take the leadership into confidence. But no, let me also go further and say, in the ANC we work through collectives. In the branches, it's a branch election team. Then in the municipalities, local election team. Region is a regional election team. Province is provincial election team. Hmm. National is national election team. All of us, these collectives, are led by one face and one face only of President Cyril Ramaphosa. He is the face of the campaign of the ANC, and we must make sure that we support him. We must make sure that um, we protect him against uh, things that may be concoctions, in order to deal with his image and so on, it's our responsibility. Do you think his popularity so, played a part in the ANC retaining... Oh, oh of course. It's an, it's an important variable mm. in the equation of us winning as the ANC. Mm. I just want to speak to you now, uh, Mr. Mahoma Pelu, as we conclude... Um, about what's happening in the Northwest, um, I see that the SACP is not happy with the ANC, NEC's decision to allow Job Mukhoro to continue only as caretaker premier in that province. I mean, we still don't have the actual candidate that the NEC supports to be the premier in, that pro- in, in, in the Northwest over the next five years. Um, do you support Job Mukhoro to continue in that province as premier over the next five years? You know, when we reach this stage, all of us must await the National Executive Committee to make a, make a determination. Mm. 
it's not about our individual preferences or individual members of the alliance's preferences and so on. Kosatu, Sanko, and SACT, they are wrong at this stage in a very disciplined manner, by not causing sensation and so on. It's quietly to sit down with the ANC, to debate and engage the ANC to influence the decision that the ANC is going to arrive at. But if you go on media and you make all this noise that is being made now, mm-hmm. at the same time, you are undermining the political relations that must exist between and among the alliance partners. So mm-hmm. whoever is going to be deployed as a premier, all of us will then have to rally behind that particular person. Mm. But, yeah, and, and the reason I'm asking that is that the NEC seems to have failed to make that decision despite having been presented with three names coming from the Northwest. Uh, so it's creating this suspense and it's now... Well, asked... Where did the three names come from from the Northwest? Which structure? On Saturday we met as the PTT mm. and we agreed in that meeting. Our meeting was in Rustenburg. Mm. We agreed that we don't have a mandate to deal with any political matter, not only this matter. Our mandate was to deal with elections and elections only, and elections are over. So that meeting on Saturday, we took a decision that we are referring everything to national. Hmm. So it means we will have to leave with any decision that national will take. There was never any proposal from any structure in the province. So who are these people that sent the three names, including the name of Mr. Job Mukoro? I'm sure they can answer better. But in a meeting where I said, the highest decision-making board, which is the PTT, mm. there was a, never a discussion of premiership or any name. All right. Never. Mr. Mahoma Pelu. Thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to reading your book. When is it coming out and what's the name again? October. The, the, the Anti-Supra-Political Coalition Campaign. The Anti-Supra-Political Coalition Political Campaign. Coalition campaign. What, what lies behind that name? It's quite a long name. I'm writing four books. We're sorting it. There are about five names we must choose from. There, there are four books that I'm writing, actually. Looking the forward. other one is Supranomics Philosophy. Okay, looking forward to the revelations that will come out of that book. Thank you so much for your time. That's the former Northwest Premier Supra Mahomapilo. Are you going to be buying this book? The Anti-Supra-Political Campaign. Give me a call on 011-883-0702. I'll be taking your calls um, uh, throughout the duration of the show. But also, after the break, we'll speak to the SACP and speak to them about this unhappiness that they have around Job Mukhoro. The ANC-NEC has decided that he must continue as caretaker premier. So there's no commitment that he will be continuing as premier in that province for the next uh, for the next five years. And they seem to be unhappy with this decision. We'll speak to them right after this. A business is